Hello and welcome to This Has Always Been Trader Bros, the podcast where two lady bros talk about the cool things you can buy at Trader Joe's. And this is our fall special, where we specifically talk about all the cool fall things you can find at Trader Joe's. I'm Lori. And I'm Emily. And that was a long intro. I just cracked my neck from laughing. (laughs) So Trader Joe's, it's a wonderful place. It's truly a joy to shop there. It really is, except when it's super crowded. I'm never there when there's crowds. I have this bad habit of going on Sunday afternoons, and it's just a nightmare. And no one knows how to walk properly inside a grocery store. True. Anyway, but it's fall at Trader Joe's, which means there's pumpkins everywhere inside Trader Joe's and outside Trader Joe's. Do you want me to start? Yeah. What are some of your favorite fall items at at TJ's? Well, I don't know if it's technically fall, but they Mm -hmm. have it all year round, but they have seasonal ones, which I appreciate. And that would be the Trader Joe's candles. Oh, I do like the candles. They are very nice. The candles Uh, are good. They're cheap, too. They're cheap. And what I like about them is they're not petroleum-based. They're coconut-based. Oh, I didn't so, like, know that. Petroleum candles are not really good for you. Right. And so these are coconut. And I think maybe soy. I feel like soy candle is like the big thing. Yeah. But and that's I so really cool like that these them. are petroleum. I didn't know uh, that. The fall ones, they have a honey crisp one, which I'm kind of iffy on. The apple one? Yeah. I think I have that. Yeah, I like it, but I think the vanilla pumpkin is better. And that's weird because I don't oh. like pumpkin. But, but I, like a, the smell, I feel like the smell of pumpkin really just means the smell of the spices that you put yes, on pumpkin. <laughs> agreed. It really smells like a baked good, which I like. Mm. And it's super strong. It's got a good throw. I like it a lot. It's like Is that a technical bucks. term for a candle? Yeah. Well, it's a technical term for how far a scent can go. <gasps> I didn't know that. Yeah. It's like if your scent throws a lot, it means people can smell it from far away. If it's got a low throw, you only smell it. Fascinating. I think I have the apple candle and the it is so strong that I can only really put it in my kitchen because otherwise it just smells like apples in my apartment. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. It's not a bad thing. I don't know. I also prefer like herb smelling. Mm, yeah. Like I, I like my candles to smell like herbs and trees. They have a fur one during the winter, which I really like, but it sells out all the time. So if you see it, you have to buy it. That's good to know. And then during the summer, they had a grapefruit one, which I have, which has a lower Ooh, throw. I do like grapefruit. It's very nice. Grapefruit's a nice smell. Yeah. It's not as strong as the vanilla one. Otherwise, it's very good. It retails for $3.99, which I think is a really good deal for like a pretty decent sized candle. Yeah. That's yeah. that's such a good deal for those. Like most candles are like $15. Yeah. For that I think size. it's partially because the packaging is like a, just a generic tin. Just a tin. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But I like it a lot. I do like those candles. Uh, my first favorite fall thing at Trader Joe's, I get super excited every time I see it, is the Harvest Time Tea. <gasps> I was going to mention that. Oh, I still want to hear some. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I forgot about that. So I get fun. so excited when I see it. First of all, I love tea. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a tea fiend. I we, drink... should, uh, we should talk about tea. We should talk about tea. Because I was going to bring that one in Oh, as one of the teas to talk about. It's so good. So this tea is, it's apple-y mm-hmm. and it's, it's got hibiscus in it and it's oh, got a, that. yeah. And it has um, just all the spices you would throw into like an apple cider. Yes. And it has some of its own sweetness, which I like. Yes. And it's just so good. It's caffeine free. I like a good caffeine free tea in the winter because I have to stop drinking caffeine after 2 p.m. Otherwise, I turn into a pumpkin. It's a really good dessert tea because it's it's what you want it to be. It's sweet, but there's no caffeine. And it's still spicy. So it's not like just bland. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like straight apple. Mm -hmm. Uh, Veronica actually... (laughs) We have a friend, Veronica. Hi, Veronica. I don't Hello, Veronica. She, she doesn't listen to this podcast. She should. I didn't tell her what it's called, so she'll oh, never listen. Um, but 
the other day she was like, oh, I have something for you. And she opens her bag and just hands me a box of tea. And I was like, thanks. Aww. And she's like, it's my favorite. And I always stock up when I see it. So I brought you one. I was Aww. Like, That's so sweet. I love when friends do that. I have a yeah. friend who will randomly just be like, here, this made me think of you. It was it's so wonderful. It was such a nice, small gesture. Mm-hmm. I loved it. But the tea is amazing. And I'd never had it before. Yeah, it's so good. I wish I had some right now. It would yeah. help my sore throat. I drank a bunch of it while I was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know how much that retails for? You can buy it on eBay for $10. What? I think it's like three bucks. Yeah. Two or three bucks. It's pretty cheap. We should listen to the What's New at Trader Joe's podcast and see if they talk about it. There's a podcast? Yeah, they have their own podcast. Clearly, I should just look at Trader Does Trader Joe's have a website? Yeah. Yeah. They have like a fearless flyer thing. Yeah. It's less than $8, probably. Yeah. Spiced harvest tea. Well, anyway, buy this Trader Joe's tea. It's really good. <laughs> this podcast was not brought to you by Trader Joe's. As you could tell, we are... You know, whatever. The next thing that I have, uh, and I'm realizing now that this is a trend amongst my things. Is it also a candle? No, it's not a candle, but it's a smell. Um, it's the Trader Joe's cinnamon whisk. So I don't know what that is. One of my favorite things in the fall is when you go into like any of the grocery stores and it smells like cinnamon right uh-huh. by the door. And it's usually because they have cinnamon scented pine cones or they have uh, cinnamon brooms, which are like basically oh, yeah. just like strands of something that are smell like cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Uh and they're really, they smell great, but they're so big that I don't know what to do with them. But Trader Joe's has a whisk, which is like a two to three inch version. That's cool. Yeah. And it's super small. I put it right by my doorway. Oh, that sounds awesome. I think it smells good. It, it doesn't last very long. Right. But, um, but that makes sense because it's like, not like a candle. It's just a yeah. thing that has a smell. That sounds yeah. really pleasant. And you don't really have to do anything with it. And it's like decorative too, right? Yeah. I mean, kind of. I mean, it's it looks like a little, it looks like I just brought in some brush, I guess. <laughs> some sticks. Yeah, I really like it because it's, like, the right size for my small apartment. Yeah, that sounds so nice. Yeah. And I like it's that. like, three bucks, which is about the investment that I'm willing to put in. Right. Um, for good-smelling things. Yeah. I don't know, like, what the history is of them. And I don't know if this is a new product this year or not because I've never seen it before. Yeah. But it made me extremely happy. Which Trader Joe's do you go to? Usually I go to the one that is on Diversi. Mm. Uh, like diversity and Clark Broadway. Yeah, that used to be my Trader Joe's. That's the easiest for me to get to from the... That's not true, but that is for whatever reason the one that I go to. Or I go to the one that is on North... Or on, on Clybourne. Yeah, I like that one. I go there for lunch sometimes. I go to the one on Lincoln, which I really like. I like the it's one It's less on crowded. The one on diversity gets super crowded. It gets so crowded. I feel like the one on Lincoln has more space, too. It, it, it There's a lot of, like, empty space there, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, that was the one I used to shop at for a long time. All right. My second item, my second fall item, they have gluten-free pumpkin spice bagels. What? Yeah. Holy shit. It's that's amazing. Awesome. So I recently went gluten-free. My esophagus is allergic to gluten. Fun. It's fun. I get heartburn from gluten, which is hilarious. Because normally if someone's having heartburn, it's like, oh, here, have some bland bread. And every time I did that, I was just making it worse. Now I know. I love pumpkin-flavored baked goods. I love them. I love pumpkin bread. I now love pumpkin bagels. Um, bagels sound good. Are they sweet? A little. Like a little. Okay. Yeah. I think they have some like cinnamon in I find when I'm eating something with a little bit of cinnamon, I often, like my brain thinks it's uh, sweet, even though it's yeah, just yeah. a cinnamon. Yeah. It's not really a savory. Right. Right. And they're they're tasty and the texture's really good. It's, all, it's the only gluten-free bagel I've ever had, so I can't really <laughs> compare it to other ones. Uh, but it's better. I've had other gluten-free baked goods that are much crumblier mm-hmm. and this was not crumbly it was great i really enjoyed it i put some honey on it Ooh! yeah i went i went to i was staying in a shoot what like a teardrop camper airbnb 
in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Cool. That sounds great. Yeah. And the owner of that Airbnb kept bees in their yard. <gasps> so had fresh oh honey. God, that's so so cool. I put fresh honey on gluten-free pumpkin spice bagel and it was so good. It was so peanut good. butter would be really good on it. Too. I also did that. It was great. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure the non-gluten-free pumpkin spice bagels are also great, but I can't eat those. So. I didn't know those existed. I might look yeah. at them next time. I found those out. There's an Instagram account I started following of this woman who just buys. Is those. it what's gluten-free at Trader Joe's? No, no. This is specific. She just like, it's everything Trader Joe's, but she just oh, okay. like shows all of this. Like anytime new stuff comes out at Trader Joe's, she like has a live unpackaging where she just takes it out of her grocery bag. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm proud of you. Well, for you follow her on Instagram? Yeah. That's very interesting to me because I follow an account that's just like vegan stuff at Trader Joe's. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize there was such a niche for this. Well, because here's the thing about Trader Joe's. I love it, but it's hard to find stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. If you aren't specifically looking for it, if you don't know to ask for something, like mm-hmm. you probably won't find it, especially mm-hmm. if it's in like... All the stuff that's above the frozen food, I'm like, I never look up there. I always look up there. That's where all the good stuff is. It's where all the good stuff is, but I'm not, like, thinking about it when I'm in the frozen food aisle. So I think it's nice to have these accounts and these podcasts Mm -hmm. that tell you what to get because otherwise I wouldn't know. Like, I only found out about these from the podcast. Yeah. I think that's part of why I like Trader Joe's is kind of, like, exploring. That is true. If I can can go when it's not crowded and if I'm not hungry... (laughs) And I'm not rushed. I then I am so happy to just explore it. Yes. But I usually don't do that. Well. It's hard to. I well. always. I go when I'm hungry and then I just buy everything. Yeah. But also nothing. I do that too. It's frustrating when you look at your basket and you're like, I came in for one thing. <laughs> now I have all of these things. Yeah. I don't know. What's your next thing? Um, the next fall thing that I want to talk about is not a positive review. Mm. It is the... Trader Joe's candy corn popcorn. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to mm-hmm. kind of circle back to what you were saying about how, like, you spend $60 at Target. Uh-huh. The nice thing about Trader Joe's is, like, a lot of the weird shit I can spend, like, $4 on. There's, like, a if it's up to $5 <laughs> is how much I'm willing to risk on spending on weird mm-hmm. shit that could be either really good or really bad. Uh, this was $1.99, I think. Uh, it was $1.99 as of 2018. So probably the same. Probably about the same. I in this economy. Oh yeah, it's probably five (laughs) dollars in this economy. So I thought I like candy corn. I like popcorn, Uh but it was way too sweet for me. And I also was kind of disturbed by the colors. It's like bright orange and bright yellow. Oh. I thought it was just gonna be like a really thin coating of like yellow. Oh man. So yeah, you brought this into the office because you didn't like it. Well, I opened it in the office and I had two bites, and then I was like, no. And so I tried it because I, I also, I love kettle corn. I it love is candy free. corn. It's, it's gluten-free. Dairy free. It's dairy-free. I can have it. It wasn't great. I didn't even look at the colors. I think I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't. It wasn't Nobody good. Nobody really ate it. Most of that bag is still there. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because we go through candy so fast oh, here, but it's seriously. not good. I like candy corn. Sometimes I wonder if I actually like candy corn or yes. if I just tell myself that I like candy corn. I think some candy corn is good, but some of it tastes like wax. It like, is, do I yeah. like eating wax? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you do. Do you like things. the candy pumpkins? Yes. I like them. I find they have less flavor to me than the candy corns. I don't know why. Huh. I haven't had one in ages. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I, I always get like one bag of candy corn for I don't know if candy corn's vegan. I don't know if it's gluten-free. We'll have to find out on the next episode <laughs> of candy corn. It's weird corn. that they don't have candy corn at Trader Joe's. Do they not? Oh, I they guess they don't. They only had the candy corn popcorn. Huh. Which I would give 
three out of ten stars. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Save your money for some real candy corn or some real popcorn. But I think the concept is really cool, and I think I would like it if it was kettle corn and was, like, salty. Yeah, it needed some salt. Yeah. That's the truth. It was so one note. It, it was just, it was cloyingly sweet, as they Peter would Joe's say. pay me for this idea. I'll taste Bake test Bake it off. for you. I have another thing. This is not a fall thing, but it kind of makes me think of fall in a weird way. There's this stuff that they call Norwegian crisp bread. Oh. I think it's Norwegian. They have a normal kind and a gluten-free kind, and it's kind of just a bunch of seeds stuck together in a big cracker, and I don't know what, what's holding the seeds together. Glue glue probably <laughs> so i first tried this in iceland oh I, when i went on my trip to iceland i found some of the seed bread and loved it like it was so good the stuff in trader joe's is almost as good it's not mm-hmm. quite as good mm-hmm. and it's a it's a weird taste it definitely takes some getting used to mm-hmm. i gave some to my boyfriend and he he thinks it's gross wow <laughs> which you're kind of just eating seeds but it's got a lot of calories which mm-hmm. i like if i'm like Oh, I need a quick snack that's going to fill me up. Right. I don't have time to think about it. Sometimes I'll put some peanut butter on it for some oh, protein. Good. It's really good. And they're like this big. This is an audio medium. It's, it's like an bit... index card size. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're, it, it's expensive. It's like four or five bucks for like eight crackers. Oh, damn. But it's good. It's such a good snack to like bring in the car or something. Big fan. And it's some seed-based things make me think of like fall and winter, I guess. Yeah, I get that. You're like a squirrel. Yeah, I'm a squirrel. Hiding nuts in your stomach. We're going to edit that out. <laughs> cool. Cool. I also brought along. Uh, oh, I fucking love that shit. One of my favorite things at Trader Joe's. My mom got this for me. And I was like, I don't know if I believe this. And I'm sure everyone knows about this. This I is our like. product highlight of the week. Uh, this is our product highlight of the week. It's an old favorite. It's the everything but the bagel seasoning blend. That's what it sounds like when you shake the bottle. <laughs> my mic picks that up. <laughs> Great. <laughs> It's just the stuff that you get on top of an everything bagel, but in a shaker jar. I like to use it for baked potatoes, which is why it's in my bag, because I had baked potatoes last night. I like to use it on toast, just plain toast, to make it everything toast. Just toast or like toast with butter? Toast with butter. Okay. Like vegan butter. Yeah. Or I like it on popcorn. I would try this on popcorn. It's very good on popcorn. It distributes really nicely. Mm. Um, I mean, you still need like an oil Mm -hmm. to distribute it, but... It's nice. Yeah. I think I put it on some chicken once. Ooh. As I was just like skilleting up some chicken. It was good. I love it on a potato. That's really what I use it for is baked potatoes. But it's a great seasoning. You could use it for all sorts of stuff. It's got sesame seeds, sea salt, garlic, onion, and I think poppy seeds. Yeah, I think so. So it's really just like salt and dried garlic and dried onion. Salt and herbs. But it's great. I think they also have, they're starting to do more and more everything but the bagel stuff that I haven't tried yet. Yeah. Isn't there like an everything but the bagel... Like hummus or something? I think so. And there was something else, like a popcorn. They stole my idea. Trader Joe's, talk to me. Let's test some products out together. I'm going to see what Trader Joe's website tells me. There's everything but the bagel Greek yogurt dip. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking That you can buy there. That's all they have on the website. I don't, I guess. The website doesn't seem to like list off all of their stuff. Their website is a lot like this podcast, I think. Yeah. I don't even know quite what that means, but I agree with you. Yeah. Ooh, they have maple streusel bread on their website right now. Pumpkin bisque. That sounds weird. I don't like pumpkin soups. I don't think. I don't think I do either. Yeah. I just got into squash last year, though, so who knows? Maybe this year will be different. What kind of squash? Um, Acorn squash. I mm, roast it. I like acorn, acorn squash. And then I, like, cut it in half, roast it, and then in the center I make, I, like, caramelize some onions, and then I put in black lentils and spinach 
and an apple and some walnuts. And so it's like this like yummy filling and you put it in the hole. That sounds great. It's really good. I like acorn squash a lot. I really like spaghetti squash, but it is a lot I of work. I hate it. It tastes good, but it's hard. I hate it. Give me pasta. Yeah. I can't have pasta. I know. I'm sorry. They also have apple cider jam. That sounds amazing. That does sound really good, actually. Yeah. I Put on your that. pumpkin bagel. Yeah. Yeah. I ate all my pumpkin bagels. I have to go get more. Now I'm just reading the website. Vanilla bean infused maple syrup. Oh, oh Tony tried those. That's so he said good. he has all the maple syrups from them because they have like a habanero maple syrup <gasps> as well. I feel like I need more maple syrup in my life. I don't feel like I eat enough things with maple syrup for it to be worth it for me because I use it mostly for making granola. Right. But I feel like I also have a high bar because I'm from Connecticut. Oh, that's fair. And have made maple syrup myself. I once made a pasta. You made it yourself? Well, like in school with a group of people. That's cool. It's so much fucking work. What you so you stick a thing in the tree? Yeah. You get the sap so from to the make, tree. So here's the thing: is there's only certain temperatures when the trees will produce sap. Oh. Yeah. So you have to get it. it. Has to be like above freezing during the day, but below freezing during the night, I think, or like something like that. Oh, interesting. Uh, and so there's like a very small window when the trees will produce it. Huh. Basically, it just tastes like water. You have to collect a bunch of it, like. Hundreds of gallons, and you boil it down over time. Oh. Yeah. I thought it just came out like syrup. No, not at all. It takes so long to I'm make so syrup. so and suburban. And it's super hard to do, and you can only use certain trees. They have to be sugar maple trees. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, like, it's really easy to fuck up an entire batch of maple syrup. And if you do, you're basically out of luck because now you have to clean the machine that does it. And it's so much work to clean it because there's you have, like, burnt sugar onto everything. So you have to scrape it off. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it needs constant monitoring. This is why maple syrup is expensive. Yeah. It takes so much fucking work to make. I love learning about things that are super expensive and why they're expensive. Like, I was looking into – it's a long story as to why I was looking into this – but I was looking into growing my own vanilla because oh. it's an orchid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was reading about it. Oh, God. And it was like, you have to build a trellis that's at least 12 feet long. <laughs> and it takes five years before any beans will be produced. And then you have to harvest the beans. And then you have to dry the beans, like, over time in the sun. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and that is why uh, vanilla is expensive. Also, we're running out of it. Have you looked into pine nuts? No. Are those hard to grow? They're from pine certain pine cones. Oh. And there's two different types, and one of them, I mean, they taste the same, but if you eat too much of one of them, you, like, lose the ability to taste pine nuts in general after a certain, for, like, a certain amount of time. Whoa. Yeah. They're, like, those like... flavor-tripping berries. Kind of. Except, really. like, I think it's longer time than that. And also, like, if you see really cheap pine nuts, they're probably the ones. That kind? Yeah. Oh, weird. It's, you lose, like, the ability to taste, I don't think it's just pine nuts. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, stuff's hard to make and grow. Oh, but maple syrup. I made a pasta once. With maple syrup? Yeah. Like a sweet pasta? It was like, it was pasta and bacon and I think some white wine and some maple syrup and goat cheese. It was really good. I don't think I would eat that, but that sounds cool. It was, yeah, you wouldn't, it's got. None of it appeals to me. (laughs) I, yeah, it was great. The maple syrup just added like a little bit of sweetness to it. Mm Mm-hmm. That sounds good. I feel like anytime when I would be adding sugar to something, I want to start thinking, could I just do maple syrup instead? Like oatmeal. Oh, yeah. Do you not put oatmeal with maple syrup? Sometimes I do. Oh, okay. I usually do sugar and cinnamon. I usually do maple syrup because I don't always have brown sugar. Okay, great. Cool. (laughs) I have a meeting in eight minutes. Oh, you have a meeting. Wrap it up. This has been Trader Bros. This has always been Trader Bros. Thanks for coming along on our fall 
autumnal adventure. Yeah. I'm going to go drink a pumpkin spice latte and pick some apples. I'm going to live in a haunted house. Ooh. Yeah. All right. That's the end of our episode. We'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye.